Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our 14th podcast with your boys, Memo and Steve-O. Aquí panaqueado. Enojado. <laughs> ¿Qué pasó, wey? Ah, tell me it's messed up, dog. Is it? Híjole. You got power in that one? Yeah, I got power in this, homeboy. I don't know how long it's gonna last. So, let's go with one. Ni pedo. No, ni pedo. Puro pinche one mic. One love. Por estar ahí cagando. One love, one hot. One love, one love. Crazy, Steve. It's crazy how the universe, one moment you're so fine, you're so happy, and someone just gets to you. And it's not a big deal, you just let them get to you, you let them break you, and you're like, God, not even the other people could break you, and then someone just so close to you just fucking keeps picking on your back and breaks you. Just takes you out of that good zone you were in, because they're being annoying, or they're not... You're not communicating with them. They're not understanding what you're trying to say. And they don't want to obey or listen. They're not. They're resisting you. That's what they're doing. They're resisting what they should do to make peace. So it, so it frustrates you when you're not hearing what you want to hear or be left alone. And giving your space. You know? They're not saying, oh, well, I don't want to deal with your responsibilities. They give me 30 minutes to cool down. Just give me my space. We're not clicking right now. We're not understanding each other right now. Kick back. Kick back, Jack. Not nothing mean. Just kick back. You know? Leave it alone. Go do your thing. I'm cool. You know? Mm-hmm. But no. No. What do you mean? What's your problem? What do you want me to do? Nothing. I don't need you to do nothing for me. Please leave me alone. Now, what do you want? I don't need anything. Just leave it as is. Go do what you got to do. No, what do you need? <laughs> what did you say? Um, don't worry about it. I got it. I can handle it. I'll do it. No, what? What did you need help with? What did you need done? I don't need help. I got it. <coughs> no, but what do you... Oh, my God. How do you... How is that a conversation? How is that communication? <coughs> it's crazy. How can you communicate with people like that? And you do. I do. Obviously, I do. But right. it's, the moment's got to reset. Relax. Go. Chill. Let me chill. Because I'm not getting across to you. Let me get my game plan together. Because Jesus. Yeah, talk about picking your own battles. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Jesus take the wheel <laughs> and then they try to make you feel like you're an asshole for just wanting some space right like, and then you sometimes kind of feel like an asshole because you wish you didn't talk like that but they're not understanding what you're trying to tell them this to leave me alone and go don't worry about it I got this I can handle it and they still don't understand híjole so ni vergas All no. you gotta say is Jesus take the wheel. Wow, uh, this time we have doing a podcast outside the house because in the garage it smells like carbon monoxide. We don't want to go in there killing ourselves. It smells like 
puro perro muerto. Even though we're killing ourselves softly, we don't want to, we don't want to speed the process. Well, we're born to die, so. There you go. Ain't nobody getting away from that yet. Well, on a positive note, we, know we had some funny shit going on at Sam's Club earlier today, tonight. Um, I guess he, he wanted a free sample. Uh, was it a Rice Krispie Treats? Mm -hmm. I guess they had this little vending machine. Uh, I've never, never seen uh, before where they, you know, they want to have a free sample, and uh, I guess you have to scan your membership card. And um, he scanned his. They were just right there waiting for like a couple minutes, and I don't know what was it that you said. I said, "Get my motherfucking treat right now, machine." <laughs> yeah. And then like suddenly we get a response from the machine saying that they don't have any at the moment. <laughs> so the machine goes, "Sorry, we have no samples." <laughs> <laughs> And this full things that you know they probably didn't want to give it to you because it was talking so you know mad shit about getting his rice krispie treats. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to give it to that the way it told And then we were trying this one uh, massage machine. Man, this this stuff out there here was all into it, man. Went to the they have like three massages. They have a foot, uh, a bubble neck. water one. Yeah, like a little foot spa for like. $60 and they have the neck massage for like 45 yeah, it's 40 and then they have another foot massage that actually massages your feet with some rollers for like another 40 something dollars uh, I was thinking for when you go to the spa if you go for a massage full body is like $150 you know you can use these three devices you no know, whenever you want mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, and he says that it's better than paying, what, 100 bucks to get a... Well, it's not that it's better, but it's there. You have to go to the spa and do all that. Mm. I mean, you can go to cheaper massages, get an Asian. I mean, I've been to, what do you go to, a Chinese for $40, $60 a massage and to go and get a, a full spa massage. It's a big difference, man. Big difference. Yeah, the spa is the shit to get a massage at a spa, man. A real spa. So there's nothing like the spa then? Yeah, like a hotel spa? Oh, yeah. Nice, man. The big ones. Woo! You been there? You been in there? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The jacuzzi. Now you make it feel like a king in there, dude. Yeah. They got the recliners. They got a pool. Order some food in there. Steam room. Like sauna. Shower. Dude, the showers are fucking sick, dude. Oh, my gosh. That's at the Agua Caliente Spa, man. Where yeah. I have to go. Shout outs to Agua Caliente Spa. It's pretty good, man. You get the day pass, 30 bucks. Yeah, we appreciate your services, man. Uh, it's bomb duty. Fruit. We get a fruit plate, water, spa water. Then you get to use their uh, their shower up supplies. Like, oh, yeah, the shampoos and body wash, all that. Oh, dude, and it's like organic soap. Like fruit. They made fucking soap with fruit, dude. Like, it's crazy. If you fucking pour that soap on your hand, you can actually smell the fucking citrus on that shit. That's how fucking clean that organic that fucking products are. I highly recommend if you've never been to a spa, I highly recommend right there at the Agua Caliente. It's worth the money, dude. Thirty bucks is worth it, bro. Yeah, definitely is. I remember the, I was kind of skeptical when he brought it up, but to actually go there and experience it, fuck, dude, it changed my whole mentality completely. Dude, you're in there and you walk out, it's like a completely different. You walk out there as like a, a new person. You're in there and all stressed out, and then you walk out of there, it's rejuvenated and refreshed. Like all of a sudden, dude, you just, you're like a whole new man. Well, I try to apply the spa treatment in my life, like at least, if I can, once a week, not 
every other week or every three weeks or once a month for sure because it's it's healthy for you man i sweat it out especially if you don't work out a lot um that that's good for soreness you know to detox so i recommend it you know i do it with i do like 15 minutes in the jacuzzi because that's what they say like you shouldn't be in there any longer at 15 minutes so i do a 15 minute session on the jacuzzi at high temperature and then I go after that, I, I rest 15 minutes, and then I go into the sauna for 15 minutes. Then I rest for 15 minutes, and then I go into the steam room for 15 minutes, and then I rest 15 minutes. Then after that, I go get in the, take a shower. Uh, then I uh, go into the, sh go shave, and then uh, go use their amenities right there, the toothbrush, the shavers, uh, their colognes, their deodorants, and then their lotions. And then I use, they have like a facial man kit. You use a face scrubber, and then you use a serum, and then you use a moisturizer, and then you use uh, the sh their shaving cream. It's, man, woo, you can feel the products in your face, and you look, I'm serious, you look younger, man, when you do that shit. Like, mm -hmm. you really see a difference in your face. And um, <clears throat> so I do that, and I try to get that. You know, it's only 30 bucks, and I, you know, once in a while, I get a massage. Um, but uh, I, I've been going there for like two years already, so... I took Stevie with me once, and he enjoyed it, but he hasn't been back since. But I've been there twice. Oh, you've been there twice? With who? You. Yeah? Yeah. You took me oh, for I my took birthday this year, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, you should take Junior. I told him, bro. Mm. I told him, but he wants to do it with his fucking lady. And he, I told him, that's it's separate, bro. Yeah, there's yeah. a lady side, and there's a guy. Yeah, He's like, oh, yeah. this is all I'm like, this guy. What's up? I tell him, bro, let's go, man. Oh, I mean, you guys can go, but, you know, separately. You know? Yeah, but he's, maybe he's not the spot type. He said he's been wanting to go to the spot. Yeah. I'm telling you, just go right there. Yeah, there's a lot of types of folks. You know, you got rich folks to, you know, these tourist guys. And I think last time there was some gay dudes in there. That's the only thing I now wear my shorts all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I don't know I got that little bad vibe from some dudes and yeah. like God, it doesn't feel comfortable you know some dudes are like pervs bro yeah 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 that's the that's the downside when you go to the spa is that there's other people there and there are most of them don't wear shorts or underwear so if you're one of those people that are comfortable watching other people in the nude and you know yeah probably not the place but it's still cool though I like it I mean yeah yeah. I mean, Oh, ain't nobody tripping and shit in there, but still, you know, I could feel uncomfortable. So now I just wear like my shorts, and I know I ain't yeah, here for that fucking shit. You know, I wear my shorts, I don't get fucking raped in here. You know, who knows? But uh, anywho, but yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys work hard. You guys do out, outside work. You guys should treat yourself to the spa at least once a month. Thirty bucks, get some good treatment, you know, and then just tip the guys five bucks there that take care of you. Oh yeah, you know the. Give you the service, bring you the water bottles. Yeah, very friendly, very friendly uh, workplace there. Uh, personnel, they always approach you asking for you know any uh, any services. Um, yeah, man, Def definitely, definitely the spot to go. If you ever, ever want to try a first time experience in a spot, that's the place to go, man. No doubt. No diddy, no doubt. In the latest news. Um you know, I, I'm always listening to um, both sides of the news and conservative, liberal, and then on conservative radio, they're talking about today um, about uh, 
a person who shot uh, a young girl in front of his daughter, in front of his father in, in um, San Francisco, and it's a, supposed to be a sanctuary city for for immigrants. Well, this immigrant, I guess, uh, this person. It doesn't matter if it's an immigrant or whatever. It's a person who shot the gun and accidentally, supposedly he missed, you know, she hit the, killed the girl accidentally, you know. He wasn't aiming to kill her. Which, you know, I guess he was an innocent bystander or whatever, supposedly. Crossfire? I guess. That's what they're saying. And I'm not, I'm not too, too, I'm not, the information is too accurate, but it did happen. This is out there in San Francisco, but, uh. You know, the radio's trying to, you know, use this prop as propaganda to, like, oh, you know, illegals, you know, they're, they're shooting, uh, you know, if they, we would have a law against they can't be here or whatever. We stopped these sanctuary cities. This would never happen. Look, when death hits you, it hits you, man. You can't prevent death. When it's your time, it's your time, you know. I'm pretty sure that guy didn't wake up and say, I'm going to go and kill this little girl. And, yeah, there's some guys that do go and wake up like that, but... Well, that's a different type of killers, you know. But, um, you know, and I, hey, man, you know, I know the dad, why he's super mad and everything, but it's an individual who killed a person, and that's it, period. And it's wrong, and that guy should be punished, period. It doesn't matter who does it or where in the world it happens. There should be a consequence for that big mistake because you just killed, took a, 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 an innocent life. Yes, it's worth a lot to, to, to those who know her, and, you know, it's very valuable, and you can't just go on making mistakes like this in this world and that goes for anybody who kills anybody accidentally you know and i know maybe some some instances when you kill somebody accidentally it doesn't doing time does doesn't fit the the even that you know because sometimes it is really bad accidental case where it's not like that but even yet so you should uh i think if anything you take a life like that accidentally and then you're at fault you should somehow try to help out the family who just lost somebody because the expense is very expensive. Even if it was your if it was your fault accidentally, you should be in charge of all that. You know, you should really try to make up for it as best you can because you took an innocent life. You know, it's like and it could be devastating for some people, and they take their own lives when they take an yeah. innocent life. You know, it's just like happened to our homie, dude. Who? John. Well, yeah, we took his life. He, his brother took his life accidentally. What? When they do charge his brother. You know, his brother's already suffering through it. Going through it bad. But hey, man, they're homies. Hey, modo. I guess there was witnesses on that one, too, huh? You know, man, so. Ah, well, my condolences to uh, the father. And uh, believe it or not, I actually want to... Apologize. No, I don't apologize, but you know, just uh, I kind of feel sorry for the guy too, because you know it was unfortunate. Like you said, it wasn't his decision to you know shoot that person. It wasn't his intent, his motive. It just happened by accident. You know, now he's got to live through that that guilt for the rest of his life. You know, just putting myself in that position, like man, just living living with that guilt for the rest of your life, dude. It's like I can't imagine, dude. I really can't. I honestly don't want to. Like, knowing that you're that person that took another person, took another, a life, like, fuck. <laughs> hey, you know, life isn't easy, man. There's a lot of tragedies that happen. 
And I always say, as long as it's not war in your neighborhood, and you guys ain't fighting each other, and you don't live in a gang-infested neighborhood where you're constantly worrying, and you can't even be outside in your front yard, and you have to worry about getting shot, you know, like, that's crazy. And you live in areas like that, and there's areas like that in our in our state, in our country. In our country, in this country, the United States, you know. There's, there's, there's the neighborhoods you can't just be outside chilling, you know, talking. You'll get shot. You just never know. Yeah, just like you know. said, dude, you never know when your time will, might come, might show up, dude. It's, you never know when it's over. Be here today, be gone tomorrow. It's rough. It's rough. Um, being. So I figured out on, on another topic, and it'll jump into something else very differently. So I figured out why my Jeep was the the when I put it on four wheel drive, it would pull and it would grab. Um, I figured out because I have different gears in the front than in the back the gear ratio what spins the tires what rolls the tires it's different where it spins over here in the back because i have a i have a 450 456 gear in the back over here yeah so it's a lot bigger than the one in the front so that's why it's grabbing because the gears they're rotating differently so oh, it'll pull one sense. side to the other more yeah because these tires are pulling faster than the ones in the back they're rotating like Three times less the ones in the front than the ones in the back. Hmm. Yeah, so it's four fifty six ratio. So it's supposed to be like uh, so four spins for every rotation. So how do you, how do you four and a half? So how do you repair that? So I got to switch the gears in the front. I have to regear it. So I have to buy a gear pinion or pinion ringing gear. It's about a hundred and something dollars. And then I got the labor so it's expensive. Uh, yeah, so I got to do that. Damn. So once I fix that, the ringing gear, I'm going to get the shocks installed tomorrow, hopefully. Um, Do that. And then um, I saw some shocks for the front. The guy wants 450 for them, man. I thought you were going to get the, the Fox. Yeah, the 450 for the ones in the front. He wants 450. This guy, yeah, there's selective shocks so you could... Make it smooth, or you can make it hard to shock with the little dial, the little dial on there. So those are pretty cool. They're they're pretty expensive, man. But so once I do that, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna put a catalytic converter and put the O2 sensor so it's running better. And uh, and then I just gotta work on the steering, and we'll be good. There you go, little by little. But I just need that. So that's the plan. Get the shocks done in the back. It's most important for me still to steer and figure out the steering. Mm. That's really important for me. Yeah. Uh, this G3 guy right here. I gotta get that steering wheel switch. Calls it his Paloma Blanca. Yeah, get that gearbox, put a pin in there to make it steer better. Get that, get my guy to do that. And the homie Josh. Oh, uh, Joshua. Hey, he gets down. Um, I was really impressed. The, uh, the framework on Did the. Did you ride on, on it? The, on, the, on the. On the Jeep? Yeah. Oh, you went on a test drive? No, 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 no. I, I, I've been doing you right here outside. In the oh, area. you went over there? Yeah, oh, remember I was oh, with you? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just good. Hey, man. Big, big difference. I mean, you can tell that there's still some work that needs to be done. More work, but, I mean, as far as it was before, oh, fuck, dude. Like, shh. Whew, a whole lot better. Yeah. Once I whole get lot bigger better. tires on it, too, it'll do a lot better, man. I need to get bigger tires on it. 37, right? 35. 35? Yeah, 35. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit better with 35 
Yeah, like I when you showed me, you know, the work that he's done on the steel frame, I was really impressed, man. Cause like you know, well, I mean, we saw the fucking project he was working in his garage. Obviously, he knows what the hell he's doing. And then you notice all these, you know, magazines that are right there that he was a part of. Fucking just builds his credibility even more. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell this guy knows his shit. I mean, down to the nitty gritty. He gets down. I mean, he we're I fucking memo's fortunate to find a guy like him that's able to put in the work on his Jeep because he's been going to so many people to get it right. And when he thinks that they you know, I mean, when he thinks that they did it right, it's fucking the other way. But man, this guy, dude, his you can tell he's very detailed with the steel, with you know, his welding. Like he's very, very professional. This is the kind of shit you would see in a fucking shop, dude. Like a mechanical shop. I mean you have to see to believe. I mean this guy fuck man. You see him he just looks like an ordinary guy, but you see him work, dude, and it's like magic, man. Fucking wizard, dude. You know, it's right, he's, you know, he, um, this little project that he's got going on is like a, a rock crawler? No, a pre-runner. Pre-runner. Like a dragster car, but a pre-runner. Dude, like, you just look at that steel frame and, fuck, it's clean. It is clean. That's probably one of the cleanest welding I've ever seen, dude. Yep, so, so that's what I, I should put the roll cage next. Oh, man, no, I don't, that's what you're going to do like your primo, bro. Don't tell me you're gonna do it like you're pretty mean. Oh, dude. It looks fugly, bro. Josh is gonna build it. He's not gonna build something that you build. Oh my gosh. Don't do it, man. Don't, bro. Don't. Dude, don't. Don't, bro. What are you talking about? I don't like that, dude. His primo has a fucking roll cage on his G. I fucking hate it, dude. You hate it because it's an ugly roll cage. It is. It's It's fugly. Period. Okay, you don't know Josh's work. Like, come on, bro. You don't even know how it's going to gonna pay the food of broke, I'm going to pay him dough not to. <laughs> I'm just imagining, man. How would I build it? Like, what does he see? I have no idea, man. Like, you see all these tools that he has in his, in his garage, and it's like he just knows how to measure. He's just awesome with the calculations, man. He just... He's very precise, accurate. So how how would he build a roll cage like that? Are you right? How would he build one? Like what would he do? Like I see, because all the metal, the main metal he's gonna weld to is already there. Mm-hmm. The bumpers, you know, <coughs> it's already set for that. So it's not gonna cost me that much to build it. The tubing. All you have to do is weld it to the bumpers, you know, and then weld it to the middle over here. That's that's enough to get my roll cage. You kind of see it like, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. What about that roll cage? Anywho. I hope he says no. 
you know what? That's not good. He's the one that said he wants to do it. I want to take the inside one out. He's the one that wants to do it. I like two Gs. He said, I'm going to be like a badass roll cage so you're safe in there. When you're out there. So that way you want to dig it, build it bigger. You want to put some Dana 60s later on? Set, bro. Now you can go up some big ass rocks, do what all everybody else is doing. I want to put another 10 G's into it. Fuck. Get it like Carlos is for another 10 G's. Like Joe's. Another 10. Another 10? We'll do it to get it to like, like Joe's for another 10. Because totally, if I want mine to look like Joe's, it would have cost me like over, I would have invested 25 G's into it total. And now it has about 12 G's in it. So far, it's got 12 and G's. I probably, and I only, 12 I K. Salad, I probably only get like about 8, 9, maybe 10 tops. Did you say you also need to put a catalytic converter? Yeah. That too? I need to put a catalytic converter, no two sensor. Catalytic. Um, oh, it's catalytic converter. Well, My first, bad. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get that out because that's pretty simple. It shouldn't be that hard to do that catalytic converter, no two sensor. Um, that would make it run a lot better because we're in kind of lean right now. Um, do that, regear it, and once if the regearing takes care of that problem of going to four wheel drive, two wheel drive, because I'm having problems going into that, but I think because of the spinning of the of the of the gear ratio on the shafts, because it does spin when you're switching that, or it's over spinning or what. I don't know what that would have to do with the problem. Either that one needs a transfer case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how many battles you went through, bro, to finally get the one that gets it right. Well, I didn't go through many battles. The Jeep did. For this one, that's what I'm saying. I mean, well, not me, the Jeep. All right, with the Jeep. Okay, with the money you spent. How about that? Yeah. All right, to, to get what right? That, the lift? The lift? Everything, bro. What happens when you let people that don't know how to do it do it? Or that they're learning. They just say they've done it, but their work is not that good. Mm -hmm. First guy that did it, thought he knew what the hell he was doing. Fuck, man. Turned out he was fucking... Mm. The opposite. He had the bolts in the wrong places. The wrong bolts at the wrong place. Yeah, the welding was all fucked up. Welding was all fucked. Oh, man. Man, the rear Horrible. the rear diff was fucking slanted one side. Like it was, you can tell it wasn't even. Now it drives straight at least. Now, yeah, now it's straight because you know that fucking weather we're talking about. Joshua, he fucking did it right, you know. That guy's been welding since he was nine years old. There you go. Since he was a little kid welding, since he was a kid, so obviously that says a lot about him, right there. Boom. He drove to school when he was in middle school. There you go. And fifth grade, drove his own car. How about Sah. He built his own car in fifth grade. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Fun. What more do you want, man? Nah, but that's about as you though, man. It's getting there. Well, one thing I found out today too is that um, 
um, another thing that I like, it's about like eating, like when you eat something, it's supposed to come out like in three to four hours out of your stomach. If it comes out that quick, then you know what you're eating is really good because your stomach is processing it really fast. So if you eat stuff that's taking longer, like a long time, or if it takes more than seven or eight or 10, 12 hours, doesn't come out of your body, then it's not healthy for you. Your body will tell you if it's good when it processes it out quick because it's taking its nutrients and you're shitting it out quickly. So like when you eat a salad, you know, you eat a salad like three or four hours later, your shit's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you know. So if you're not taking shits and you're like all day without taking a shit, that's not good for you. That's how you know how good your stomach digestive system is working. Because you're supposed to, when you eat something that's good, you'll shit it out every three and four hours. After you consumed it. Really? Because I read it's three days. Yeah, I know. It's three or four hours. Well, that's what my yogi said. Mm. So then I tried it today by eating a salad, and I'm like, yeah. Because, you know, salads are really healthy for you, and I ate a chicken salad, and yeah, it came out. I mean, you could tell when it's a salad, just, just fucking slide through. Look at what's up with that. <laughs> splatters everywhere fucking what the fuck like if you shot a paint gun just splattered everywhere yeah. when you eat a salad and you take a shit like a paint like you're fucking popping a paint paintball paintball out of your culo just <laughs> comes out everywhere like and you gotta get the brush and fucking clean it all down you know leave it all squeaky clean cause mm-hmm. the wife sees it hey pinche marrano puerco dejate esto al baño todo cagado cabrón so I'm trying to like cut down on my drinking for show for show since Joe Rogan did it I want to do it too hey little drinking challenge to my one of, I follow his podcast, Joe Rogan. I listen to his stuff, man. That dude's kind of really interesting. It is bad. I try to get on my level weight. Doing it over a year. I don't need that. <laughs> I have a self-control. I mean, there's got to be a purpose to why you, why you did it. I mean, if there's no purpose, you just stop. Like, huh? You want to do it? Yeah, you don't want to drink. I mean, but I don't know why. Like, they want to. Yeah, you just don't want to. He's just like, yeah, you just want to drink. Like, it's like like nothing. I don't want to eat sandwiches no more. I don't want to drink water no more. Like, oh, okay, well, that's good. I mean, like, cause you never. I mean, you never really drink anyway. So, what's the biggie? You know? Yeah. Nah, yeah, you don't drink. Dude. You don't yeah. fucking drink, bro. Yeah, you drink one, two, three beers, dog. Come down, it's it. You could drink more than your canal, but you're not a drinker. You know, you're not a drink, bro. Anybody who knows you, all right, guys. Anybody who's out there listening, please let Stevie know if he's a drinker or not. I know you guys see him get fucked up, but he's not a drinker. Cause I got fucked up, fucked up. I consider myself a drinker. I consider my family relatives drinkers, but Stevie doesn't even get close to what we do. This guy is known as DD, the designated driver. <laughs> and he gave up drinking. <laughs> 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 
Come on, dude. You need me, dog. I can use me to consider yourself a bad drinker. Well, I was, bro. Come on. Everybody knows you're the designated driver. Have you never dude. seen me when I was in Long Beach? Dude, I know you drink, but you're not a big drinker, bro. You're not. It's not in you. That's not who you are. You're not known as that. Nobody knows you as that, bro. You're not a drinker. You don't have that image. You're like, yeah, you got drunk. Like, I got. But everybody knows I drink. Like, I have that stigma. You don't. You don't have that. So when people say, oh, you don't drink them all? Oh, then I tell them, if I tell them, hey, man, will you quit drink? What? Everybody's like, you know what I'm saying? It's a mm-hmm. totally difference between me and you. Total difference. I mean, honestly, you quit drink. Oh, that's good, bro. That's good for you, man. You're healthier. It's like, oh, you're eating salads now? All right, <laughs> that's good for you. Like, <laughs> the fuck? You're skinny already, bro. Like, look at your ass. You're like, oh, okay. Like, you... You know, now you see a big-ass fat gordo eating a fucking pizza, and then they see you eating a pizza. It's okay for you to eat the pizza, but that fucking gordo, like, damn, dog, stop eating that shit. Oh, you stop eating pizza, bro? Come on, but you, bro? Like, come on, man. Come on, bro. Do you not see my analogy? Do you not see it? The similarities? Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm not that heavy drinker like you no, are. No, hey, you're not. So. I was a drinker, bro. You drink. But you're not a guy that like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go drinking. You're not like that. Like, oh, listen, my city's gonna come drink with us. You're not like that. It's like, let's some beer. You're not. You always had soda most of the time when we went out to go and have beers with me. Well, let's go have beers. You're just, if anything, you just had one. Mm-hmm. You never know, that type of dude. Like, yeah, it's cool, I guess. It's college, I get it, you know. But it's like, it's like saying you, you probably drank for just what, while you were in school, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you did, bro. When you were in college, that's all you drank. You know? Ah, dude, it's like me, dude. The weekend comes, dude. Let's go by thirty. You know, be out there till four in the morning, two in the morning. I can't do that. No more. That's it. I'm cutting, cutting down, mm-hmm. and I've cut down a lot. You know, like shit. It's having an effect on my health. You know, good thing I'm not a big barrigón, like super barrigón, but I'm a middle barriguita. You know, I have a barriga, a little, little pouch right here, like little baby kangaroo, here a little Joey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As I have a little pancita right here, it's not that bad, but I mean, it's bad. Dude, if you could grab your gut like this. Like he had a tumor, bro. This is like a tumor, bro. Look at that shit. That's like a tumor. I remember the biggest one I seen. You were like, oh my god, double, like triple. Yeah, I I was like almost two hundred pounds back then. That's the biggest I ever seen you grab your fucking belly, dude. Like, damn. I even remember my arms were bigger, dude. Like everything was bigger, and now Mm -hmm. it's like more leaner. But I don't like being this. But anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut down. I'm gonna cut down. You see me drinking water. I didn't have no beer today. Yeah, I remember at one point, dude, you were like fit, dude. Yeah. Like you trimmed down your belly so much. Dude, you yeah. used to run every fucking day. Yeah. Head wearing. Yeah, I was gonna compete in the Olympics. <laughs> the marathons. <laughs> dude, like you were on it, man. You were on point, dude. Mm-hmm. You were checking your diet, mm-hmm. checking what you were eating. Like you were on it, man. How long were you on it? Like six months, eight yeah. months? Damn. I was like 25 pounds. Yeah, dude. 
Every fucking day I would see you around right there in February. Sudando la verga. Being your fucking shirt all soaked. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it again, bro. I'm just, right now I'm just cutting my food. Trying to eat healthier before I start running again. Yeah. Cut down naturally by just my, my, my weight. Cut down my weight before I start running. Because if I start running right now, I mean, I could run, but it just, um, it hurts a lot on my body, my weight. I'm at 185 right now. And when I get off work, it's like, I feel like, uh, so I know if I just start eating healthier right now, when I get lighter, I know I have like that motivation, the energy to go work. So just by me switching my diary now, let's start it slow. Let's not get all gun ho, you know, like, oh my God. Cause, cause then when I, when I go all gun ho and I start exercising, right, I get hungrier. I get hungrier, dude, when I run. I get hungry, like, I wanna, I mean, I wanna, I feel Chow like, down. Yeah, I wanna, I feel like, oh, I wanna eat, you know? Yeah. So right now, my, my, my theory is that eat first well. Let me start eating off well first, maybe two weeks, see if I could stick to my, get cut soda, you know, cut soda out of my diet, uh, I'm drinking my juices, obviously, my natural juices. Um, what's going down to one slice of, of bread. And uh, one slice of bread. Uh, let's see. Then a lunch. Then a dinner. And try not to eat after seven no more. Sit. Have three, like, three meals or two meals a day. And learn to pass the hunger. Learn it. Just learn it. But make sure that I'm taking the adequate minerals and vitamins I need in my meals, you know, and see if that energy, if I could hold that energy, if I could sustain that hunger, like, no, I'm not eating, no, I'm not, but you know how when we're working, I burn a lot of calories too, bro, so, but I got to substitute those calories with good healthy calories, a good meal of juice or fruit, veg, veggies, you know, and white chicken, try to cut down on my red meats, maybe just once a week, eat red meat, you know. Or maybe once a month, or try to go back to where I was like vegetarian. Remember, I did it for like almost yeah. a year, man. Pescatarian. I did it for a year, huh? Yeah. Did it for a year. Yeah, I pesc- gave up meat for a whole year. Diet. And I got thin. I lost a lot of muscle mass, dude. Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. Oh, man. I done all this crazy stuff. Yeah. You had your phases, man. Yeah. I gave up beer for a year, too, before. Mm-hmm. Um, giving up smoking, too. Gave up smoking. Yeah. Give it up. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm just gonna cut down to that and see how that works. Okay. Someone's drinking shit. Yeah, but that's that's my thing. You know. Well, there was another. I was watching a YouTube video that they talk about that uh, Sonoma fires up there, up there in uh, up north, that uh, in California that. Most likely, those were started because no, there's not the investigation. You don't hear nothing about the investigations going on, but they were saying on YouTube. One of the YouTube people said that the military or has a plane that shoots lasers, and they could ignite those fires with that with those lasers. He goes, "Look at these structured buildings; they're just demolished." I'm like, okay, I don't know. I would think there would be the lasers. You'll be able to see them. I don't think they'd be shooting clear lasers. They were to be taking stuff out like that, like starting the fires, because there's so much devastation going on in the United States right now. If you think about all these disasters, like, damn, just like more than usual, you know, and it happens. I get it. It happens. But 
you know, and we're so blessed to be here in this valley, bro. Like, you know, we're at peace and we haven't not yet. God bless. Hopefully he keeps it like that, you know, for a long time, forever, as much as he can. Where it's peaceful like this here, man. You know, it's like, but we know when those floods could come. That's one of our biggest threats is really the floods. Earthquakes, well, yes, you know, but I would say floods are worse, you know. You get a flood, flood your whole house out, sweep everything out, cars, big, big disaster. Earthquake thing shakes down, whatever, but you don't have all that water, you know, whatever. But that's why uh, it's very important to have uh, fire extinguishers in your house. Try to have safeties, try to have food. I don't got none of that, but I know it's very important to have that. I think I had a fire extinguisher. Stockyo took it. I don't know. I got to get that back. Thanks. But you guys should have a meals, you know. You should have water, you know. You should because you never know a generator. You know, I have a generator, okay, at least I have that, but you got to have gas, I mean, have a little gas, back up, uh, you know, have some food, make sure you have some non-perishable food, you know, stuff like that. And you guys should plant, like, you also, like, you know, trees that give fruits around your house, you know, plant plant stuff you could eat, you know, you should be planting those types of plants around your houses, and it should be, it should be um, encouraged, you know, and those foods ain't going to do good in a flood, maybe, but a tree may survive, and you still get fruit, you can have you know but people don't think about that that's like that's the kind of stuff like you know the world should push like hey plant trees that give fruit you know nobody would die from starvation they don't have all these fruits to eat you know look at all these sponsors have dates you know there's so in case a big disaster ever happens like that and you have and you don't have the storage you could just go up backyard and eat, hey, let's eat a couple oranges or an apple or an avocado or a mango if you have something you know but uh, anyways that was just one of my thoughts for today and how are we doing on time, Steve? Well, now we got 20 minutes. Well, damn. We, I think this is the first time we kind of like just went through it quick because no beer, no smoke. We're just chilling here. So, just fucking gibberish. Gibberish, gibberish. Uh, so, I watched a video of the widow from uh, the soldier that was killed in Niger along with others. Oh, yeah. What happened? Um. So, all right. So I'm watching it on, you know, on bias. You know, I'm analyzing how she's portraying or depicting her interaction with, with President Trump. Trying to see if she's trying to invoke, you know, division again, you know. Because mm -hmm. I always pay attention to that. And right away, she's like, oh yeah, I, I didn't like it. What he said was wrong, made me cry. So, uh, you know, I, position my, I put myself in a position, but if, you know, if a loved one was killed and I had a response like that, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you knew what she was in for, and it hurts. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, right. yeah. I see how it could, you know, yeah, you know, I probably wouldn't like it either, but it's like, he's right. They knew what he signed up for. It's some, yeah, of course. When you're in the military, Obviously, you're putting yourself on the line. It's a fact. You're sacrificing yourself, dude. Anything can happen when you're in the battlefield. Battle zone, whatever you want to call it. You sign up. Your ass is going to get handed to you. Plain and simple. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't want to, people don't want to face the reality of it, but yeah, that's, it's a fact, dude. It's, from what, from, the, from all the, you know, like your brothers and from other people, you know, like supposedly he got blown up so many times, you know, they 
came back all messed up, dude. Like they they have a different mentality. You know, your your carnal, he's very aggressive, dude. Like he's when it comes to politics, he's very aggressive about it. And he's always entitled to his opinions. And always feels like he's fucking right about everything. He even admits it, dude, when he got in the Marines, it really fucked him up in the head. You know, and then when you're primo with all those explosions, it tra- fucking traumatized him. And uh, and then with this lady, she you know she felt like she was disrespected by President Trump. Okay, I, I get that, but shouldn't she have known that this was gonna happen sooner or later? Shouldn't she have known, like, hey, you know what, my husband could get killed any second, any moment. I mean, it's not just with her, but anyone who's affiliated, you know, with soldiers that are in, or anyone in the Marine or any in the military, like, they should know, you know, yeah, I should brace myself for the worst. And, you know, with her feeling very emotional about it, it's like, okay, I get it. And then um, she said that she wasn't necessarily upset with the choice of words, but with his tone, with with his delivery. Sounded very monotone, very stoic. Well, with Trump, that's what you're going to (laughs) get. You know. Don't take it in a bad way. Yeah. That's the way he sounds, man. You know, you don't know that by now. You know, hey, like I said, you know, my condolences. Yeah. The life, the life is valuable. Condolences, but when you bring it up to the media like this, especially like for me, like I would think, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, like to me, like if I was to lose, like, say I was in a, uh, I, I was to switch roles, like yeah. my head. But that's my perspective, you know. In my head, I'll be like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, that's a that's a good valid point there, because when she was giving her interview, it was on ABC. Of all the outlets, dude, ABC. Oh, it's just like, why would you? Why would you want to put yourself? You just lost your husband. Why do you want to put yourself? Out? Yeah, that's another. Yeah, that, well, that's another I, thing. And, and to me, it was this. To me, is this like you know what? He called you. You know, the president called you. And I'm not trying to be uh, trying to back up jump or anything. You know what you should be? He called you. Mm-hmm. He tried. I didn't think he called you to make you feel bad. Right. You, you should know that. Right. No, not how he came out and said that. You know what? That's between you and him. But come on, that's not what he called you for to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's let's be real about this. Right. Okay. He called you to say, you know, my condolences, give you his respect. He didn't have to do that, honestly. He didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You should be thankful he even called you. Now the way he came out, whatever, you know, he is like that. And maybe he did it for propaganda, but that's not about it. He did it today, but he. You got chosen. It was the main thing, whatever. He got killed, you know. Shit. Right. Yeah. He ain't going to come back. No matter what it, Trump says, he's never, never bringing your husband back. Sucks. Yeah. Now, it's true. Now, what Trump could do is say, look, we're going to make sure that your kids got a good... Don't worry about it, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you took it this way, but don't worry about it. Look, what he should do is some good PR. Say, look, I'm putting you this for your kids. Just a little scholarships, raising some more money. Here you go. But... Why isn't Trump doing that? Let me, let me, uh, look, I'm sorry you took it out. My intentions are not to hear. I know I come out the way like this. But that's not my intentions. That's how I come out. And I'm not mad at you what you're saying. Hey, you lost your husband, whatever. But 
don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to say, hey, they wanted me to call you, give my respects. These are the names given. I'm doing it. Right. You know? That people are saying that I don't call people who fallen soldiers because it's like, because I'm the commander in chief and I should call the wives and tell them, look, <clears throat> that's not how it works. He's not, he's not there to be calling people that their husbands died. That's not his job, bro. They have people that in the military that do that. Right. And that's why maybe he should do them, but people are giving him shit because he's not calling nobody. And I know Obama did this. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. Take care of the woman and her family, and that's it. Make sure she doesn't struggle. Yeah. That's what they should worry about. Not about the damn call. That's all that she really needs. Show, hey, you know what? He died for the country. He did. You know, hey, he died for whatever corporation sent him out there making money off of him, but that's what they're out there. But his in his heart, I know he died for the country, and I gotta give him that. I know you're there doing defending our country, but no, you're you need you need to defend right here. You're out there. You shouldn't even be out there, bro. In different countries, our troops. Not unless they're really threatening our, our survival, us right now. They could have drones. They have ropes. They got all this shit. They could be doing. They don't need. Them. They're out there enforcing certain regulations, certain laws. That's what they get paid for to protect. They're out there investigating, seeing who's the big mobsters, and they're trying to keep them under control, so it doesn't. Well, what we have here, whatever. And you know, Mexico's way worse, bro. Oh yeah. You know, our troops could be over there, fucking handling shit out there. Yeah, they could. They're, they're cutting heads out there. They're smuggling shit, and you're saying, "Oh, you be guarding the damn borders if you want. Let no immigrants in here if you want. Make it all military state. Marshal them. all those yeah. fucking big traffickers of guns and weapons and all the real mean shit that's going out there. The torturing, the cutting off heads, the the peoples that are being the, the towns that are being the fucking what's it called <coughs> bullied or what's that word? You know, it's like the mob, bro. And you could be doing that. You could be doing a lot of better things than that. You could really be helping communities build. You know, these soldiers you use them to to build relationships in communities. Help them build their towns, you know, so the so the immigrants don't have to be coming over here. Show them how to show show them how to build things, how to work, how to set up an economy. That's what our soldiers should be doing: how to defend themselves, how to protect themselves from these cartels, all these towns, you know. How to enforce laws, the state, our constitutional laws, our freedom laws. That's what they should be doing. Teaching about our edu- our constitution, our soldiers, you know, defending our constitution, our rights. Making sure that everybody who wants to have our rights has these rights, because that's what we're fighting for. Our constitutional rights. That's the only fight you should be fighting. And that's what you got to be defending, your constitutional rights. When your constitutional rights are, are t- like, your pursuit of happiness is being threatened, then you have a right to defend yourself. But no, this is war. Mm-hmm. For resources. For power. Yep. You know? Bunker. Yes, they're still doing that. Corporations making money, man. So, we all gotta wake up, people. Y'all gotta wake up. The conscious collective consciousness. Yeah, you know, tell you know, my, my condolences to, you know, to your husband. You know, military's you know, gotta exist. It's part of it. They don't have to be doing what they're doing. They could, they could be doing some more positive stuff. 
You know, they could be doing different things, making money. I don't care if they make money. Honestly, I don't give a shit how many billions they make money. The things that you're fucking people over for that. You're killing. And it's, all you're doing is just printing it. At the end of the day, those who control the world, they just print this money. It's just print it. The stock market's all fucking pyramid scheme, bro. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit, you know. And they're just maximizing slave labor and be it us or be it whoever, McDonald's, wage workers. And you got these multi-million corporations, people making... And I'm not having a problem with you making all that money, but damn, if your backyard's fucking dirty, then you gotta do something good with what you got to clean it up. You know? That's all I'm saying. Word. But, um... Oh, yeah. I, uh... Reality right there. Oh yeah, still and there's that too with the wifey man. Cuddle up, I'm gonna cuddle up. Mm -hmm. She she accepts the white flag. I surrender. The white flag. Come in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Now now I'm gonna get some fucking negative feedback, bro. Yeah. Cool about it though. Like I'm gonna cool down. Like it's gone. You know, negative energy. Just had to let it out. Now when you let you when you let it out, you let it. Ow. You do, bro. Yeah, but that's why. That's why. Que manda, manda, way. At the end of the day. Hey, I could give a lot, dude, but when you don't treat me right, fuck you. Let's go to war. When you're in the wrong. Nah, the wrong. dude. If I'm trying to be peaceful and you want to fight me, like, I'm trying to challenge you. want to go, let's go. Let's go, man. Like, I'm not going to back down, bro. Like, especially I'm trying. I'm calling for peace, bro. I'm calling for peace. But you're not. You don't. You want to command me. Yeah. That's how it works, bro. You can't corner a dog and not expect it not to bite, bro. <laughs> you can't. That's how it works, brother. You got to know how to be a man, too. If you don't want to be a man, that's fine. Don't. If you don't, there's nothing wrong with not being like that. But that's just my character. Yeah. I just like, I don't let that with me and my brothers or anybody. My friends treat me like that. Yeah, I, I respect you. You should respect me, too. My kids, too. Like, I understand, like, my kids all bag. They could bag on me. I'm bagging. I have that relationship. But when you're being me and you're not listening to me, it's either we can listen to each other and say, hey, that's enough. And we got to respect that. When enough's enough, you got to respect that level. Like, I'm telling you, hey, that's it. Don't worry about it. That's it. I got it. I'll take care of it. And you still want to question me? And then again question me? Keep repeating. Yeah, repeating yourself over and over. Like, how? Like, I'm going to snap because I don't know how to communicate. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, and and I'm like, I got nowhere else to run. I'm like cornered. What am I gonna do? I'm cornered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being like this. Yeah. What do you do? Let's see. You're gonna have to. I'm trying to move out of the way, and the way I'm moving out of the way is by coming at you. Move, cause you're in my way now. I told you, it's all good. Walk away, and I'll walk away. But now. Come pushing your nose right up into my nose. That's not right. That's not respectful. And I know my tone of voice, but I try to say it at the beginning calmly and nicely and nicely. But come on, bro. There comes a certain point where, like, if that's not helping, you got to raise your voice. That ain't happening. Fuck. Like that. You want to let the beast out? Let's go. Because I'll back down as long as you back down. There it is. But if you don't back down, I ain't going to back down. You keep coming at me, I'm going to come back at you. Si sale animal, cuidado. Mm-hmm. Con cuidado. Mira, 
a un caballo, le agarra de la rienda y le haces duro para que volteo, para que pare, cabrón. Y si el cabrón no te quiere, güey, te va a chingar, te va a repangar. Ok. I told you what to do, you don't want to do the caballo has a choice. Throw you off or listen. So, that's what's going to happen. And guess what? Listen, then you know you did right. That's how you know. If it doesn't listen, that means you're fucking up. No, pues, well. There it is. We'll leave it on that note. Thank you for tuning in to our 14 podcast. Appreciate for all the love and support that you give us. And for all the listeners out there, we definitely appreciate you following us. You know, keep it going. You know, um, we want to try to, you know, uh, get as many as podcasts as we can, huh? you know, until we just can't do no more. But we really appreciate you guys following us from the get-go and hopefully it'll continue as we, you know, proceed in the future. So with that in mind, I wish you all peace and love and enjoy the rest of your, your evening. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, not see you, but... We'll be we'll be here tomorrow. Talk more bullshit. Rats.